Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So walking the dog recently, walked by uh, a backyard that had a trampoline in it, and it's a common sight. Uh, this one struck me as odd because it was one of the older style trampolines, no netting around it. And, you know, the the springs going all around. And it was on an angle. It was on a slope. And it was awfully close to the the chain link fence at the back. I thought this is just a disaster waiting to happen. But trampolines are popular. And, I mean, let's face it, I mean, trampolines are fun. But not only are they very common in in backyards, but uh, there's all kinds of facilities that exist where, you know, your kids can go and and bounce around on, on a bunch of trampolines. But there are a lot of injuries every year that are associated with the use of trampolines. So is it something that that we can avoid? Is it something that can be minimized? Or is it part and parcel to trampolines themselves? Do they carry with them a a certain level of risk? And is it uh, enough then that, that it should concern us? Well, the Injury Prevention Center of the University of Alberta would prefer to see trampolines banned except for gymnastic training. But, but failing that, we need a lot more to be done to try to reduce these injuries. Joining us on the line is uh, Don Volklander, uh, a professor of the School of Public Health at the University of Alberta, director of the Injury Prevention Centre. Dr. Volklander, welcome to the program. Good to be on. All right, well, first of all, explain your position here. Is it uh, that you're, you're calling for a, a ban on trampolines? Uh, well, yeah, trampolines have been around for for a long time, uh, being used recreationally, and we like to revisit the issue every once in a while. There's mm-hmm. not a, I don't think there's a medical group in North America that deal with injuries that would, wouldn't share the same opinion that they should be banned. If you talk to emergency physicians or surgeons, they deal with the results of uh, trampoline mishaps all the time. Um, so, you know, it never hurts to ask for a ban. Don't know if we're going to get one, but it does raise the issue about trampolines. Yeah. Uh, the last number of years, uh, we've seen a bit of an ups- upswing in trampoline injuries, so we like to stay on top of it. Well, and I don't think anyone would discount the, the possibility or even the likelihood that injuries can result from, from trampoline use, but, but why do you believe it's, it's an unacceptable level of risk? Well, I guess a couple of things. Um, Part of the problem with trampolines is that, is that uh, children are largely unsupervised uh, in recreational, uh, using recreational trampolines. I think parents buy them as something for the kids to do, get them out of the house, yeah. but they don't properly supervise them. Trampolines should be used in a very supervised setting. If you use them for gymnastics training, there's very regimented progressions that you go through, belts and all sorts of things to help you uh, learn high-risk maneuvers in a backyard trampoline that is so unregulated, there is lots of potential for mayhem to ensue. So in terms then of, of the number of injuries we see each year, do, do we have some, some good statistics on what the numbers of trampoline-related injuries or ER visits are? 
So uh, in total, they amount to about 5% of the sport and recreation injuries seen in a typical summer in Alberta. So that is about 2,300 injuries uh, in, in a year. So it's, it's quite a bit. Um, uh, about 37% of those are fractures, which fractures are quite serious. If a child gets a, crack, a fracture across a growth, growth plate, that can lead to uh, you know maybe some long-term disability. Um, uh, there's also potential for catastrophic injuries. Fortunately, we don't see a whole lot of those in Alberta, but uh, you certainly heard uh, in the press about uh, some of the injuries, usually to older um, uh, adolescents, I would say, that happen in trampoline parks around neck injuries and spinal cord injuries. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, more extreme injuries are, yeah. are relatively rare. It was interesting last night as, as this story was getting some attention. Somebody I follow on Twitter, somebody who's involved in a, a political party here in Alberta, was relaying the story of how they lost a sibling. A sibling died, um, I think, about 18 or 20 years ago from a trampoline injury. So yeah, we that had, kind of thing can happen. Yeah, we had someone email us yesterday that his, uh, his wife had taken their two-year-old to a trampoline park, and she was bouncing, and she slipped, and fell across a padded area where there's a beam underneath and got quite a severe back injury that uh, left her with a uh, you know, residual disability for quite a length of time. Uh-huh. So bad things can happen. Well, yeah, that's true. So um, what, what, I mean, in terms of why the injuries occur, is it a case of children slipping? Is it a case of children crashing into one another, falling off the, the trampoline? What, what are the most common ways that these, these situations present themselves? Well, I think it's it's three things. Um, you you have to make sure there's only one child on the trample, trampoline at any time, so that means supervision is an issue. If you leave kids by themselves in a group, pretty soon they're all on the trampoline. Um, it's really important, to, again, it's a supervision, supervision issue around um, uh, complicated activities like somersaults. Uh, you need some training to complete those, so there's a potential for injury from that. The other thing is... The typical consumer trampoline is at a price point so that people will buy it. So they're not necessarily made of the best long-lasting material. So you really have to stay on top of the maintenance and make sure that the springs are covered at all times with the padding that comes with them and make sure that net's in good repair. So we, we have seen an evolution in, in how trampolines are, are made, that it's more typical now you see the, uh, the enclosure, the netting uh, around the, the trampoline, or the, you know, the springs and the edges are covered with padding. Are, are they safer now than they once were? I, I think they give parents a bit of a false sense of complacency. I, I, I think, you know, they're, they're, they, you know, if you're falling on padding rather than open springs, that's better. Um, but... I think because if you add safety features, I think it increases parents' thoughts that, wow, they've added all these safety features. You know, I can, you know, go complete my phone call or whatever and yeah. leave the kids alone. So it just leads to maybe maybe a little bit less supervision. So, yeah, not good. So if, yeah, I mean, if, if parents aren't going to, to heed the advice to not have a trampoline, there, there are steps they can take to, to at least reduce the risk somewhat. Yeah, absolutely. Watch your kids at all times. Make sure there's someone there so that they don't uh, get more than one child on the trampoline at any time. Uh, make sure that they're not doing high-risk maneuvers like somersaults. And uh, again, I really emphasize this. Make sure that you check the trampoline regularly to make sure it's in good repair. 
All right, well, more at uh, InjuryPreventionCenter.ca. Dr. Volklander, uh, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Good talk. Thank you. Likewise. Take care. Uh, that is Don Volklander, uh, professor of the School of Public Health, University of Alberta, uh, director of the Injury Prevention Center at the U of A, InjuryPreventionCenter.ca. Right, they don't necessarily have it in for the trampoline industry. There, there's no other agenda here. They just look at the number of injuries and, and say that this is just a, an unsafe activity. Now, they point out, by the way, that Alberta schools ban trampolines, uh, ruled them an unsafe way to get physical activity. This was more than 15 years ago. Right, so I don't think anyone would deny that there's a risk of injury when it comes to, to trampoline use. But he's probably right. I mean, it is the kind of thing that, you know, the kids are outside, they're on the trampoline, you can kind of let them be. So that's the one thing they recommend. If your kids are on a trampoline, they should be supervised. To make sure that only one child is jumping at any, at any time. Examine the older trampolines, upgrade the protective padding as needed. Don't try flips or somersaults, these kinds of things. They're an advanced skill that could result in serious neck and hand injuries. Use only a trampoline with shock-absorbing pads that completely cover the springs, the hooks, and frame, and that are securely attached and feature a contrast in colors so kids can see the difference. According to a review the Center conducted of injury statistics in Alberta between 2011 and 2014, there were 2,276 trampoline-related emergency department visits. Children between 5 and 9 had the highest risk of a trampoline-related emergency department visit, 36.7%, followed by children aged 10 to 14. They say the injuries, most often fractures and concussions, are very serious with potentially long-lasting health consequences throughout children's lives. 403-974-8255. Your thoughts on trampolines, whether they should be banned, whether we should have some second thoughts about trampolines as a fun way of getting off your butt. I mean, obviously, we want kids outside doing things. But should it be something other than this? We're back with more. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.